Hey guys, thanks for your interest in our podcast. Sometimes a different perspective can be enlightening, and that's what we hope to give to you through our conversations. Make sure to follow us because we'll be covering a wide range of topics. Hope you enjoy. Cool. Raf, Raf, Raf. Raf and Raf. <laughs> we are, yeah. <laughs> Raf and Raf. Um, man, I, 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 I wanted to sit with you for a big reason. I'm, I'm, I'm an endless curious person. I like to learn. Um, and, and, and something that's been in my mind for a few years, and I, I basically just told you a little bit about it lately, and then you told me something that triggered even more my curiosity. So yeah. I'm like, okay, don't tell me more. Let's have, let's make a podcast. Let's dig this out, just yeah. dig this down. And, and so, so this, this, this one is totally selfish. I want to learn, uh, at the same time, something might be useful for someone. Right. So, yeah. but look, I've been working in technology. Let's call let's say technology because in the web, in programming, in services, servers, and all of that since like 2001 or two. And, and I've been working with multiple uh, nationalities. And one type of people that I found were having something special were people around like the Central America and, and more particularly Mexicans because I guess that's the people I've worked more with. So when I was talking with you and you, you're coming from Salvador mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, man, you have the same similarities as the guy I've worked with. So why, why is that? And then you, 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 you spoke to me about something with the, your roots or in the history or something like that. So I, I really want to cover that and, 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 and deconstruct us and and uh, but I don't know what it might me it might be an immigrant thing it might be something else that you guys have that I don't understand uh, I've saw few things like that I mean not all but a few similarities with other nationalities such as French people like I find they have some great loyalty and they're still working very well uh, but there's things that you guys have that I didn't see anywhere else and I don't know why and I'm <laughs> curious about it so I didn't want you to tell to tell me when we spoke a couple of weeks ago because I wanted to keep that here so everything that's going to be said I'm going to learn from you today yeah um, and um, let's hope it's going to be useful right yeah sure uh, so. I'll do my best <laughs> uh, I may not be an expert, but I can give you my opinion. I know that there are like many type of opinions about us. There are people yeah. that think that we are lazy, that we're not um, responsible, but there are also some people that think good things. And yeah. I appreciate that you uh, are giving me this opportunity to uh, express, to stand for us Latino people and um, given the chance of talk about why we come here mm-hmm. to this lens, to this uh, part of the world, and uh, try to make our lives yeah. a lot better. Right. Yeah. So uh, I guess what you're saying is that we 
work hard. It's well, for sure. I mean, that, I think, on average, okay, let's say on average, yeah. I think most immigrants who had punches in, the, in their face in their country basically went through nightmares yeah. come here with a leverage. Like I had, I had um, a conversation on, on the previous podcast with Talene and we were, we had a big piece of the conversation going on uh, the leverage. Yeah. Like people have leverage to make this, make things happen. And, and, and that's what drives our life, right? I mean, that's what make you come today because you need, you need to, you need to, you need living. Yeah. You need to For live, sure, you need yeah. to feed, you need to. And, and so this is a leverage and everything in life is a leverage. Like you wouldn't do something if you don't have some type of leverage. So I think for sure there's something in there. Um, now, I mean, if you take another person from another country who comes here just as, um, let's say, um, a great country, then come here just to see something new. I don't think that person has the same leverage. Um, but I look, I went the first time in Mexico. Now it's, I know you're from Salvador, but I went in first time in Mexico and I would, my curiosity got triggered at that time back in, I think it was 2011 or 2012. And, and I was talking with people there asking a lot of questions, how, I mean, what's their work schedule, which day they work. And I was on my ass because most of them were working six or seven days a week from eight to 10 or 11 at night especially in resorts. Obviously I was in a resort. Yeah. And then, and then I had a waiter who, um, I was getting very friend with and, and he was dreaming to come to Canada and that was heartbreaking because he was working his ass off. Obviously he had no choice. And, and this started to steer in my mind. And eventually we hired the first, um, you know, uh, a first person from, uh, Mexico, I think, and we had a few after that. Now here, even here today, like I, there, I think we have a Colombian and a Cuban. Yeah, we, uh, we have two Cubans. Uh, two Cubans. Yeah. So, so I'm, um, I'm not saying. Look, they, they, I didn't work with them enough to say that they, 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 they have the same similarities or there's correlation with them. Uh, I know, for example, Esky is a great. I, I love him. Like he's great. <laughs> I, I just didn't have the chance to work with him, but I saw you working on different projects, and and so yeah, I want I want to see I want to understand. I just want to understand that because you you come from Salvador. How long have you been in Canada? Three years. Three now, years. Yeah. That you okay. And you're how old are you? I'm 26. 26. So you About to turn 26. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Oh, 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still 25. But so you're yeah. a baby, right? <laughs> sort of. I don't think so. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so talk to me. Um, because I know we, we already exchanged a little bit from your past. You had some crazy experience also in the past. Mm -hmm. so, so, and also I think your dad, when you guys left, you had a good living there. Like, I mean, yeah. you had a good situation, uh, may, maybe the wrong country, but a good situation. So you yeah. gave up on that for a better life. Mm -hmm. And so talk to me about that. How did that start? I mean, how was the school at the time? And how did you get into programming? What was the, you know, okay. the path there? So, well, I, I began programming just because I had a computer at home, I will say, and my father was so 
busy at work. Yeah. He will work uh, from 7 a.m. to 6, 7 p.m. So that will make 12 hours of straight yeah. work. And he will get to home and my mother was was not there anymore. She had already passed out. So mm. uh, I was alone, basically. Yeah. And a computer was bas my escape to my reality, I will say. And I had the chance to know different people via the computer, via yeah. this machine. And also, I will get into forums. I will get into these pages like uh, Facebook. Uh, back in the time, there was High Five. So I was there for a long time. And, as, uh, and as, I, as I was using the computers, I also started using my phone, mm -hmm. okay, at some point. And Android has this uh, great thing that you can use or you can install a custom oper operating system into right. it. It's called a ROM. So I began to download these ROMs and yeah. make them work on my phone. That, it was awesome to me yeah, that, yeah. That to be able to customize my phone. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, there was a time where I had to choose what I wanted to do right. in my future, and my father advised me to go something more international, like that I could work anywhere in the world, and I started working, I started studying computer science mm -hmm. as a part of back, the- Back in Salvador? In El Salvador, yeah. yeah. And I completed the course, it was a two years uh, course yeah. that, I, that I made in my country, then, for some reasons, I was also interested in justice and, so and social situations on my country. Yeah. So I began to work uh, to study the law. I yeah. went to the law school, and I uh, almost finished that. I studied for five years in wow. my country, but I, unfortunately, I couldn't finish my program because uh, the situation in my country changed drastically and very fast. When was that? And around 2013, 2012, right. more or less. Okay. So basically we have problems in El Salvador, and this is not only El Salvador, this is, this is a problem that we have in, in, all, in, in the whole Latin America, we have that problem, right. and that is drugs, right? Yeah. We have problems because of that, and we have violence, and we have gangs, around like in, in Salvador it's uh, the mo it's one of the most violent countries in the world for the past few years so Whoa. we my father used to have a, a hardware store back in El Salvador hardware store right? yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and uh, you remember how big was it like uh, in terms of square foot it, like? well it was a it was a local store in like in the right. capital in San Salvador but we will we will import goods from Italy mm. and distribute them Holy shit, to yeah. the whole country. So, so he was doing very well at the time. He was doing very well. We were yeah. we were comfortable. We, like we will have we will have an easy life. To be honest, yeah. my 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 father and I and my my siblings, my mother, my stepmother. So, basically, we, you could say you have no reasons to leave your country, right? Like. You're good. Yeah. Your your future might be solved, and you will yeah. be crazy if you have your own business. But the thing things are not so simple. Like you still gotta think about your family. Yeah. Like you might be fine, but what about your siblings? Yeah. They are 
my siblings are six and four years old. Right. Back in those days when we decided to come to Canada, they right. were only two and, and, and four. Mm. So, uh, we had to look for their future, right? For sure. Uh, and uh, after a few problems with these gangsters, they, uh, they uh, stole from us many, many times uh, so many goods. That, that accounts for money, right? So yeah. we will have so many problems. You mean straight in the store? Yeah. Like you got robbed in the store. And, yeah, and not also in the store, but while you are distributing these goods to the whole country, you, you still got to, like, oh. we will transport these goods wow. from, like, to the capital. to, to yeah. So that was a chance for them. And they will just strike in the middle of the road and, you know, they will took the, the goods from, you know, the truck. I was there once. I got like, I wouldn't say kidnapped, but um, yeah, like I was there for three hours in the middle of the row, not in the middle of the row, but like uh, uh, in a place that they like they, the people wouldn't see you. Yeah, yeah, they isolated you. Yeah, a gun pointing yeah. in my head and all of that. So we had so very like, like they were trying to get a ransom or something. No, but there was enough money on the on the truck. Or justify that you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah so wow uh well how, uh, how old were you i was time? i was 22 holy 20, shit yeah 22 so that's not so long ago man it's like three years ago three yeah yeah basically three years ago so, so just before coming in yeah so that happened and my mind my my father's mindset changed completely Drastically, like yeah, yeah, yeah like well for a reason yeah, justifiably I'm, i am already struggling like my father, this is like a description of, of what my father thought back, back then. Oh, that's what yeah. I think he thought. Uh, I'm already struggling for money. We still get to have a comfortable life, yeah. a good life. But all of this doesn't mean anything if my son or one of us get killed. Exactly. If I die, I live behind two little babies. And if he dies... None of this makes sense because who's gonna take care of the, right. of the, of the business? My mo my stepmother, she was new in our family right. and like she wouldn't be able to understand the the whole business and the operation. So like, that wouldn't make sense. Wow. So, I already have a citizenship. My father, right? He had so, already. A so citizenship. you had it at the time. Yeah, my father had a citizen. Oh. I was a citizen, Canadian citizen. So. And, and 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 where the I mean he got he got this citizenship from where like in Canada but from the past like he came in the yeah, past yeah. before having you or he, yes oh uh, he came so the problems in Latin America are not so new <laughs> uh, <laughs> back in nineteen in the eighties yeah yeah we were having a problem that was a political problem right this is a socialism communism. Uh, ideology that came into all of our governments back in the time. So there were a lot of revolutions. And one happened in my country around the 80s. Yeah. There was even a civil war. So my father f uh, fled the country. He left El Salvador and he lived here in Canada from 1980 to 1982. Oh, wow. Uh, 12, 12 well, in years. which he got his citizenship. Yeah, that's how he got so, the citizenship. Wow, that's a. That's a yeah, that was that lucky was a, for that us. That was a good investment. Yeah. 
because yeah. the yeah wow that's uh, like that part I didn't knew about like, <laughs> yeah that's uh, cool we're sitting here so yeah, yeah yeah no 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 I appreciate it a lot man and 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 so you were 21 years old when you got put aside for two hours I think you already had another event like that like before that or after that yeah it was before that How I, old I, I, because I think you like yeah yeah you had some trouble with with those gangsters before right yeah so the the one with the truck and the merchandise that was the last one yeah but the first guy the first time i was attacked by those gangsters was when i was going to college to the university sorry so what were you what what age were you at the time uh 21 again was, oh, so so or 22 i guess so no. they both happened in a short period of time actually yeah Holy to, cow. To, to be more precise I, it was the same year on the same during the same year i got right. attacked twice right so somewhere so around got, 2015 or 2016 yeah, yeah. so i got um, wow no 20 yeah yeah you're right yeah 2016 so yeah. so uh, that time that's that first or second that was the first or the second time this one uh, this one um, we're talking about was the first time I was okay. going to u the university and they stole my my car. Okay. I was going where I was going, and uh, the second time they went for the truck. So basically, they that made us yeah. know that's, that that allowed well, us to to yeah. know that they knew where we live and how we transported our merchandise. So, but the first time. That wasn't related to your dad being comfortable, but the second time was. Yeah. Is that right? Well, both of, both of them, because they already track us. Because the problem in, in El Salvador, the way it works is once they decide you to be part of their banking account, let's say, like uh, once they target you and they decide that you're going to be their, their source of money, they just start by letting you know that they know where you live and then they will allow you to know how you work wow. so they they before like so then they figured out that your dad exactly. had a store yeah so one plus one so he had some money Two, yeah and so and wow so how so the first one when you were at the university how long this one last like it was basically just enough time i would say 30 minutes okay. enough time to to basically i was sitting on like in front of my wheel i yeah. was driving right and when i was going i was getting out of my house we had a garage right the guy knocked the window and he told me sit on the next okay. sit right so you left so, with them yeah so i had to move to the right he will sit in front so you got hijacked exactly exactly yeah, yeah. so he was pointing with the gun and he dropped me around a park, a famous park in my country. Yeah. And uh, he just told me, stay there for 10 minutes. If you move, I have somebody that's going to come in a, in a motorcycle and is going to shoot you. So don't move. So I had to stay there. I wait for enough time. Then I, talk, I took the bus yeah. and went directly to my home. So, so the second time that it happened, that must have been the time that your dad's being like, okay now we're targeted and we better do something about it before something bad happened yeah because the first time you might think okay that happened once might not happen again yeah and the second time you know it's going to happen again right 
because it already happened once. So, so when your dad made the decision, how, how long yeah. it lasts before you guys move? He said because he had to sell his yeah his store, we, right? Yeah. So how? I mean, the day that he took his decision, the decision was made. To the day that you guys got in the plane, how long was there in between? Like eight, eight to ten months, more or less, because we were all Canadian citizens. Yeah. My my dad, my siblings, and I, we were all Canadian citizens. But my stepmother, she, she didn't have any legal legal status or way to come to Canada. So we asked for a visa, got right. denied. And uh, then we had to, wow. like, once it was denied, she got the visa for the U.S. She came to the U.S. and we knew that we could ask for uh, a refugee or asylum claim here in the border. Right. So she came directly to the border from New York. Mm. So that's how we got here, basically. <clears throat> and I got here first without my father. And my father went to the U.S. And, and the thing that to. is fucked up is that your dad is a citizen, so he has a passport, Canadian passport, as you do, right? Yeah. Is he married? Yeah. With yeah, they were your married. Back at and back. still, even as of today, like we don't have we don't have to go to that story, but still, as of today, she's not allowed. Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. As an, especially, if open. You know, as open as Canada is, that's really yeah. fucked up to me. Yeah, because right? you. You have to follow. You have to follow the rules. Yeah, you, for sure. For you sure. have to. If you're going to move to Canada, it needs to be legal. You need yeah. to read the laws, cause and it's complicated. Yes, it is complicated. Cause one thing, one thing we didn't know uh, when we decided to make all of this transition to move to Canada is that yes, you can come to the border and ask for asylum. But you got denied a, a visa before. That the, the fact that you come to Canada and ask for asylum once you got denied once uh, yeah. already. That it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're breaking the laws. So that's a bad uh, note on your your right. on your uh, <coughs> yeah on your folder and your um, wow. yeah, yeah. on your file. So basically that prevent her from getting a legal status here and now she she needs to look for other options yeah wow so tell me what's your dad's doing now because uh, he went f he, he, you know you guys a few years ago were having i mean he was having a store having a comfortable life yeah had to leave that what is he doing right now right now he's li he's working in uh hutchinson this is a factory that is making uh, airplanes um, yeah. parts and he is actually like a, an assembler yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Those, of these parts. And right. that's, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. And taking care of my, my siblings. Exactly. You know what fucks me up? I realize, look, I'm 40 now. And I've been super guilty of that. What I'm going to say, I've been guilty of it for 30-something years, right? And I find that us people here in Canada, because now we're in Canada, right? I don't know for I don't know enough about United States to say that, but in Canada I find people everything is for granted. Like we have a great life, a great country. Uh, you want you need a job, there's plenty available. Um, Economy is flourishing. Um, anyone today can start a business, make money. Um, 
and still we find a way to complain about shit. And I look things like, I mean, like a situation like yours. And I know there's even people with worse situations like yours. Yes, for sure. And, and now I understand why. I mean, I, I understood that like maybe a couple years ago when I was thinking because my wife uh, and is married with someone from uh, a, a guy from Morocco. So I've been around those people in the past years and uh, knowing them and, uh, and I've saw them like, especially the family members, like the, the nephew and the brother and this and that, they come, they came here, studied, had a great job, everything's good. And they've been super disciplined about it. And I understand why the local people feel, I mean, they feel that their jobs are threatened, right. yeah. you know, because you know what? Most people are lazy. You know, most people don't really want to work. They complain. I mean, here, they, they, they complain about stupid things when everything is for granted and when, where we have a great life. And there's, you have those guys like you come in there with a lot of leverage that I was talking in the beginning, a lot of motivation to make shit happen, hardworking, and they start working and for sure they outwork people, you know, because they don't, they, I mean, they, for them, like, they, they, like you, you I don't want to, I, I wouldn't want to feel how you felt when you got that gun on your head twice, you know? Yeah. Like it's, and, and so you, you need, I mean, shit, that's, that's something to me, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's a thing that pissed me off. And I've been guilty of that too. I'm not proud of it. Like complaining about everything. Like one thing that maybe is being different, I'm coming from a far region in the, in the province here. And I find the people there are very hard workers, so I've learned to hard work. My kids are not. Like my daughter is good. She's she's 18 and she's working in a place. And I've saw her working the other day, and she's disciplined. She do her shit, but she's gonna complain about I don't want to work that at that time at that day. And <laughs> you know she's. I mean it's the nature now of people here. Yeah. And and I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. It's. And 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 there's. Um, some people should have visit of some countries, you know, <laughs> and see how shit's here. Like, like ours, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and wow, okay. So, uh, so, but anyway, all of that to say that you came here, now you're, pro you're, you're programming, and, and I've saw in you that, like, you've been here since June, I think. And, and one thing I've noticed, as I had noticed that with other people, coming from not so great countries uh, is that you come here, you work, I never hear about you, you know, like you, you do your shit, you work, you work well, uh, <laughs> you, you've, for six months you've been calling me Mr. Raff, like yeah. a lot of respect. Yeah. And I had to yell at you to stop that. <laughs> like, just call me Raff, please, <laughs> Mr. Raff. Yeah. And, and so that's what I wanted to understand, like, what does make people hack like this? Now, with that said, I've been seeing a lot of immigrants from Morocco, like I said, with my, on my wife's uh, family. And still, look, I didn't really work with them. And everything I think is not like scientifically proven, proven like yeah. it's for sure, like it's just a feeling I have. I, I feel that if there would be a serious guy doing a, a very deep study on nationalities in the workplace, we would find out probably that 
people from this country tend to be like that and people from that country tend to be like this and people from this country seem i mean tend to be lazy and this one thing seems to be hard worker and i find that there's something somewhere and and i've worked with a few like i said a few people in the latin america um and even one like he's from mexico i've worked with him from like 2012 or 2013 to 2015 or 16 i had to let him go because the business had changed and but man he would still be here today like i love this guy and i saw him again two weeks ago in the mall in front and hey raf and you know we we argue each other like i love this person okay. yeah. he's such a hard worker and such a great personality such a great soul you know so there's something so and you i remember i didn't want you to talk but you said something i think last week about despite all the problems in your country your country is the happiest people yeah, or something like that it was one of the yeah two, two or three years ago according to a study international studies i the name escapes me of this study right. but uh, you can google it uh, we were two years in a row one of, in the top 10 happiest that's countries crazy. in the world even when we were having all of this situation and and i guess See, the thing is, I, for these countries, Canada and the yeah. U.S., to be as great as they currently are, there had to be great people to make it great. So, and we have a lot of immigrants. I, I, I understand that these people, the, the American people, the Canadian people, they work hard too. And that's, yeah. that's okay. And, and, and we understand that. I, I, I appreciate it. That's why we right. decided to come here and not somewhere else, right? right? But maybe uh, there are too many benefits, I will say, that allow our young people, Canadian right. young people, to maybe not care too much right. about their futures. Cause yeah, but look at, look at my kids, right? I mean, they didn't went through the uh, economic crisis in 20s in, you know in 2007 uh, they didn't see that right uh, people in the US that had the cri I mean the problem in 2001 2007 and 8 like those kids today they never saw that like it's only people like me at 40 years yeah. old or so who went through that already that understand um, and 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 but even for me personally, it did not affect me that much. <laughs> like I didn't see it that much. I've 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 got a lot of, you know, slap in the face over the years in business for sure. Um, but I didn't see it really that much. It didn't impact me that much. But maybe it is also a, a culture factor because yeah. us, when you're young people, when you're like a child, they you're taught that you need to work hard to get somewhere yeah. in life so hard work is it's like a base it's a very it's on a very basic level of our yeah uh, of our uh i don't know education yeah and also their respect that's why i call you mr ralph and that's why <laughs> i try to like greet everyone in the morning when I, I honestly i was I, disturbed man the first few months with you i was disturbed because i see this guy coming in Always Mr. Raf, Mr. Raf. I felt like I was in Japan. Like every everyone you, you, you cross and I mean, they like they always like saluting you <laughs> and like holy shit, this guy has something, you know. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I was talking about people from Mexico. Mm. 
No, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's bad people everywhere, right? There's, yeah. There's dishonest, unfaithful. I mean, name it. There's people like that everywhere. Uh, but I do feel that, like, if you take Canada, for example, although I think we're 35 million or something, like, if you take those people and you ex ex extract the immigrant, like, probably that on an average they're more hard worker, better, you know, than the local people itself. Now. I've worked with a lot of people with from I mean from Mexico. You're not from Mexico. And I was curious because you said you had something in your history or your roots yeah. that seems to be similar with the people of Mexico. Yeah. So and, what what is that? And we do. Basically, as you're saying, our roots are pretty much the same in uh, at least Mexico and Central America and is that we all come from the same tribes or indigenous people and those are either the mm. mayas we have mayas and there's also the aztecs or aztecas and um, basically these people they were all fighters when like we have myths we have stories about them and the way they taught us at school is that they were all against the revolution that was coming to right. them from you know europe and they were all hard workers, basically. We were all, and, and I guess this is already existing in our culture, and that we all, for one common cause, right. which is our house, we are a family. If you, don't, that if you work, you get to eat, mm. and, and you are good in your family, and everybody's going to respect you. Right. And if you don't work, then you might, like, you are still part of the family, but you are not as respected as the mm. others that work so in el salvador we have the peoples mm -hmm. peoples it's a it's a an indigenous culture that come from uh the uh, toltecas okay which is uh, a mexican uh indigenous people uh, or, or, or race and then we have the lencas lencas they come from maya right so i will say this this might be a long shot saying that we well, are look, we're not perfect right yeah so, so but what i'm trying what to think. say is that we all share Something. that part of history so, yeah. yeah that makes us even we when we are different like right. we don't eat tacos every day we eat pupusas yes but the thing is we like to hug each other we like to yeah. to greet in the morning and wish you a good day and whenever we find each other in the metro in the streets it's happy it's 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 something that you're gonna see in our yeah. face because we are natural right. right and that's something that changes a lot when we come here because people are a little bit colder and that's something that we all complain but we understand that you also have your culture and we respect that but Maybe between us, that's not easy to change. Yeah. And, and even second, third generations, that that is still gonna be there, even if you live here for a long time. I think we that that uh, part yeah. of us that makes us so warm between each other yeah. and responsible. It's so and funny try what to you're saying because even like the people here, yeah. let's let's call it local people. They come to work, they barely say hi to each other. They go, they work, they do their things, they leave. And some don't even say hi when they leave, like bye or see you tomorrow or something like that. And 
but take people from France, for example. Like we have a few people from France. Yeah. And when they come here the first time, like there was one guy a couple of years ago, he would get in the office and he go kiss every every single person <laughs> like the the, the two kiss yeah. on, on the cheek and that was like man i that you know where we it's weird like <laughs> i know you do that like but it's weird i'm i need to get used to it and there's another one here who started a few weeks ago and he go and he goes see everyone and say hi good morning and and he, when he leaves he comes i appreciate that a lot this is not from local people i've Every culture has something special, I yeah. find. I'm sure we have some stuff that are special. Yeah, for sure. I just don't see that, right? But, but yeah, that, that is... That it, I mean, there's something. There's something that makes... I like from the culture that makes... Build those about people. About the Quebec people, what I like is that you're always like... I, let's, I, hopefully, I hope this is not disrespectful, but you're always happy and you're always like making fun of anything in every situation you like to laugh honestly yeah. you like the comedy so even the even the way you speak even your accent is funny so like everything is fun like that, that's something yeah. i like it sometimes yeah comedy is always very like it's fairly very prominent let's say yeah. we we grew up i grew up with comedy so and that's good yeah. like i i I have rarely seen a people upset because of nothing, like uh, without a good reason. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like you approach anyone in the metro, you ask them for what time it is or any any kind yeah. of interesting question. That is true. Not a weird question. Everyone will answer because yeah. we are all like we're open, polite. Yeah. We're yeah. open, yes. So that's and that's because maybe you guys always have like a positive mindset i guess so that's and that's actually this is this is something like I, i don't have any opinion on that but this is something that drives the um pro french people here crazy is is our um openness let's say to when when a french canadian talk to i mean someone talk to you in English, you don't, you barely talk in English, but you're going to do your, a lot of efforts Effort. to answer in English. Yeah. We want to please, we were open we try to accommodate. And, and, and that's why I, I'm, that's probably one of the reasons why Montreal is so Anglophone. Yeah. When, when I got here, I, I didn't know, I didn't, I couldn't speak French. Yeah. I was completely, my French was yeah. bad, really bad. So. Everybody will always say English is better. Like uh, they will always try to speak in a yeah. way that you can understand and you get to communicate. So, like, speak French or not, you come to Montreal. And even though in Quebec we speak French, and you like, if you decide to live here, yeah, you gotta go for it. You need to learn <coughs> French. Yeah. But that doesn't. That is not going to close the doors to you as an opportunity. Because not at all. I got to actually. Oppositely, uh, if you don't speak English, it might. It might yeah, close the it door. Might. Yeah. Like I grew up being told you need to speak English, and 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 actually it was a big thing in my family and, and even in my region in general. Like if someone's speaking English fluently, like people look at that person with some pride. You know, it's like oh shit, this guy is uh, he's something. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. Like even yeah. my dad was 
like uh, I could hear him talking with people. Hey, yeah, he speaks English, you know. It's <laughs> like proud. Yeah, it's it's it it was a big thing for us because I guess it, I don't know. I guess it just reassure people that okay, they they're gonna have a future if they speak English because you know that's the way Canada is. But uh, yeah, that's that's another subject. So I want to get back to your programming. Yeah, I mean to you as a programmer because, which is fucked up. Also, you did pro study computer science, then went to study the law and yeah. get back to programming. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you study the law in Salvador, it's not going to be very useful in Canada. In Canada, you're right. That's for sure. You're absolutely right. So, but <laughs> but, let's say that you would have had the opportunity to finish, the law in Canada and use it in Canada, would you have stayed in the law or you would have went into programming still? To be honest, I think I wouldn't be happy as a lawyer here in Canada because the reason or what drive me to, what dropped me to, to study the law in El Salvador is that we were having problems yeah. and I was interested in those problems. I was identified, but that doesn't happen when you move to another country you might not care too much the rights of the native people. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not saying, I, hopefully you don't misunderstand this, but it's not that I don't care, but I, I'm not identified with those rights of, or those peoples, or I don't care if you decide to speak French or not. If you say bonjour, hi to me, I, that's not a problem yeah. to me. Like, yeah, I understand. it's totally cool. So. I wouldn't be identified with the problem, so I wouldn't be so willing to help you to solve them. So I yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. be a great lawyer. Right. Though I had problems, though, like I still got to pay my bills. I still got to pay my car. I still got to pay everything. Right. Yeah. I got to I got to work for, to make a living. So, well, I decided to to go to a college that will teach me how to program. Mm -hmm. uh, I I really knew the basics. Right back in El Salvador, I, I I learned HTML, CSS, JavaScript, uh, VB.net, I guess, or Visual Basic, and PHP. And yeah, so once you, I started studying here, yeah, and you had a good pace, yeah. It wasn't that hard right. to me to catch up, and uh, I like the fact that I done like the language barrier. It's yeah. not a big problem in my in like in my life right. anymore because I'm fluent in English and my French is not so bad neither so I can work without the language barrier that yeah. wouldn't happen as a lawyer right so right. that's that's and something that you've learned French here right yeah I had to I and had you to knew English already back in Salvador yeah in El Salvador I, I, I learned English so so from just listening to you, I and tell me if I'm wrong. Like this hardworking portion of a Central American, yeah. let's say, seems to be coming from not a so great country slash immigration slash a better life, yeah. and you want to make it happen, yeah. right? But what you seem to be having that makes it different is the, what you said also about the more 
happy country thing like you have this happiness you have this gratefulness i think which seems to be basically making the hardworking part looks even better <laughs> because you not only you work hard but you're having a great attitude with it yeah. right so what i mean the people i've worked with from mexico they still seem happy like i mean like there's one guy that comes to mind like he's always smiling even when i had to let him go he was still smiling that was weird like i was talking to him man i would love to keep you but i'm not the business don't need your service anymore and 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 he was like okay yeah okay and i was like wondering if he understood what i was telling him <laughs> And he yeah. was, and that was weird to me. Like he was taking that it like super well. And he had a, such a hard time finding a new job after that. It was heartbreaking. I've been trying to help this person and I gave him a lot of references. And one, even one day he came here to talk with people, to see what he had to improve. And that was weird. And still the mood was, or it didn't, I mean, it, it still could have been like pretty sad or, yeah, but it didn't trans like, didn't see this you could not read that in his face so is there anything that you can talk to me about like because you kind of have that plus the attitude but i'm trying to understand what what this guy have that is so similar to you because i and uh, you're both two different countries i think you are already you are already working your ass off in el salvador or mexico or honduras yeah. or anything any country in the world you're still working your ass off for, for peanuts, right? True. So why wouldn't you do it here for something better? Yeah. Like, here you, you're not going to make peanuts in, in, in Montreal. If you do it well and if you do your work as you should, you're going to progress yeah, in your career. For sure, so for sure. you got to profit. You, you got to make profit out of it, right? And also, I think... Maybe if I'm not doing so well professionally, if I have my family, and there's also the, the religious part or factor, if you have that, if you have family and us, if you have God with you, mm -hmm. no matter what your situation is, you still have hope. You're going to have faith. You have faith that that's going to change. Yeah, that's, maybe that's, not that's now, that's, maybe not tomorrow. That's, freaking, that's freaking true. That's freaking true. So that's that's something that really, you know, makes us the yeah. way we are. Definitely, people who can have faith deal differently with problems. Yeah, that's hundred mm -hmm. percent. That's for sure. And yeah, well, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so program. You didn't work in programming back in Salvador, right? No. You started to work here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you went to studio a little bit, yeah. and then you started to work. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just curious, because I want to understand what makes those... I mean, basically, I... I, I to me, like, any, any, any employer or any person running a business who has the opportunity to 
hire someone in Latin America, let's say more particularly in Central America, should evaluate that carefully. That's my feeling. But that doesn't exclude all the other countries because there's great countries. Yeah. I mean, great nationalities here that came here and, 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 and like I mentioned, France, um, Morocco, and, and like we had everywhere. Like we, we had a lot of people over the years coming from different countries, Ukraine and Russia, and, 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 and we have um, today, um, we have someone started, she's uh, Polish. Polish, wow. Um, you know, so, so we had a lot of different nationalities. And I'm not excluding any of those. I'm just saying that I've noticed a big thing about Central America because I happen to work with those. Now, probably if I would work a lot with people from, I don't know, uh, where? Ukraine, I guess? I would find something in them, you know, in their culture or, or, or you know, a correlation to get, like that they have to get or something. I really believe that what... I mean, your culture kind of, I mean, defines you a little bit, right? In, in, yeah. And then you, you, you drive your own life and you, you define yourself, obviously, but you have the base of your culture. Yeah. So that's for sure. And, 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 and I don't know if that's the, um, when, you, when you grow up in a great economy, in a great country, how much this really helps you, you know? And, and, and that's something I've noticed here. And even with the people we interview that are local, we don't have so many locals here. Like there's me, there's Bruno, you know, I think there's maybe Mark another Lund. one. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're minor really in this company. <laughs> Seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, people who grew up from, from the beginning in this country with, with the name but origin of this country. That I mean, makes, but that makes it that makes it interesting to work in, in the company because you get to deal with so many cultures, you get to deal with so many different people and that makes you interested yeah. about each other. Maybe we're not hugging each other every day because we cannot all be Latinos, but like... Well, if you want to argue me, I'm going to argue. <laughs> yeah, I would sure. love it. I would love it. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, but uh, there's going to be a balance. Yeah, for and sure. Like, uh, we all have something good. Yeah. But what I'm saying is about our culture is we have a situation, we have a problem in our country. Right. If you have the chance to come to this great country, maybe the United States is not a solution anymore, but Canada, Canada is willing to give you a hand. And there are great people like you and Tony that open the doors to you and allow right. you to perform, to work. You got to you got to take the opportunity and yeah make the best out of it right and that's what i'm trying to do here right wow that's cool that's cool <laughs> well look i mean we've not been like today we were de definitely like much better than we were yesterday and last week and the month yeah. and last year uh there was years where we were still learning and and we did crap and the environment was not so great, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but we do try to have an environment that, that basically trigger creativity of people mm -hmm. and just feel good. And, 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 and if you have a great environment, and I'm sure there's many things that can still be improved, 
when you do have a great environment with people that have the great, I mean, the good intentions, it, it's an home run to me. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's totally an home run. And, and, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was really interesting, Raph. Yeah, interesting. Me too. I like I said it. at the beginning, that was very selfish because I wanted to learn. I wanted also to record it. So I don't know how many people, I mean, if people <laughs> will find something useful in it, like maybe, maybe in, in, in like people like you who are here or move, thinking to move here, like might. I think, I think it's gonna, I think no matter who you are, you can find something interesting oh, yeah. about, about it. Cause if you are somebody out there in the world that not living in Canada and you are planning to move here you you know now you know that we have open doors so you yeah. can come here and just work so you can get to stay you can come here and our clients they know that they are dealing with people from different nationalities oh yeah that have different cultures and that we are hard workers and we are all here not sleeping every day in the office or watching youtube videos or twitch or anything we come here to work because we, we want yeah. to make a living. So I think clients will notice as well. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. No, 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 for sure. And, and, and we have a purpose, like, I mean, it's not just working and making a living. It's also like having some satisfaction out of it. Like, yeah. and, 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 and there's no better feeling when you get a shoot out from, a shout out from your uh, client. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's so nice. And it's, every time it happens to someone here, like I almost felt the same thing of that person. Like I'm, I'm very proud. Like it's something like, <laughs> like you, you guys yeah. don't see that. But when, when we get an email, let's say from a, from a client sh shooting out someone, shooting out, shout, shout out. Yeah. Or sh I know, I'm not too <laughs> sure how to say it. Shouting out. Shouting out someone. <laughs> we share it internally. Like it goes from the HR to, to the PM to me, Tony, and we're just cheering together. And then we share it with the guys, but we're super happy about it. Like, it's like, holy shit, this is yeah. something, you know, it's cool. And it doesn't happen often. I mean, people are very easy into complaining, but when no. something nice has to happen, like look on TripAdvisor with all those reviews, let's say on a restaurant or a resort or this or that, it's, I mean, unless you, live, you, you, you go through a really nice experience, you won't leave a comment. Yeah, a good feedback. It's either a really good experience or a really bad experience, yeah. then you're going to leave, in a, you know, something. Yeah. So, uh, so when we do get, like, messages from client about people here, like, it's, 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 it's a good feeling. And we celebrate it, too. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure, for sure. We celebrate it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, my man. Thank I you for the chance. It. And yeah, thank you, Ralph. <laughs> thank yeah. you, my man.